Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in Friday edition Outkick the Coverage radio program. We are coming to you live from the Geico Outkick studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're also brought to you by TrueCar. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with TrueCar, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. Well, 16 games in the books in the NCAA tournament. 16 more to come later on today and this evening. We will talk about all of them. But this thing's got to start with one guy. It's got to start with Ja Morant. The first triple-double in the NCAA tournament since Draymond Green did it at Michigan State. He's done all right for himself in the NBA. And this was, if you did not already know who Ja Morant was, if he's able to carry Murray State into the Sweet 16, which I have them in the Sweet 16, I think he's going to carry them into the Sweet 16. He is absolutely scintillating to watch. And here's what I tweeted out last night about him as we bring in Clay Travis, who is out in Las Vegas doing Lock It In. You guys seem to be having way too much fun doing that show. I'm in Nashville. I used to be his executive producer. I'm Jason Martin, the host of the Jason Martin Show now here on Fox Sports Radio. He's at Clay Travis on Twitter. I'm at Zone. What I tweeted out about John Morant, Clay, is that John Morant is a humble Russell Westbrook. And just imagine what that could look like in the NBA. I absolutely am smitten watching this kid play basketball and listening to him talk about his game. Well, I think that's a perfect description of him. Um, and uh, for people who haven't watched him play yet, and that's a lot of people because, uh, you know, Murray State is under the radar. I think that uh, when you look at his numbers last night, first of all, uh, 17, 11, and 16, right? And as you mentioned, the first uh, triple-double in an NCAA tournament game in seven years, going all the way back to what Draymond Green did at Michigan State. He is a uh, otherworldly talent. I mean, it, he really is. And I've got a couple of other stats to kind of put into context for people out there who might not have watched him play. Uh, he scored, uh, he created 55 points uh, on, in the game, you know, with his points, with his, uh, with his assist. That's the most by any player in the last 10 tournaments. Uh, he's the first player with 15 points and 15 assists in a tournament game since Earl Watson in 2000. Mm. And he led Murray State to the 
largest margin of victory by a 12 seed since 1999, uh, which are uh, pretty extraordinary stats right there to kind of put into context. Um, I thought this was interesting, too. He's the eighth player to record a triple-double in the tournament since assists became an official stat in 1983 and 84. Uh, Draymond Green did it twice. I thought the list of who these players were was kind of interesting because 83-84 is going back a long time yeah, now. Yeah. Cole Aldrich, uh, wow. Wade, who did it in an Elite Eight game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Marquette went to the Final Four that year. Yeah, they went to they the Final Four Kentucky. that year. I think they beat Kentucky in a yes. regional final, and Dwayne Wade had a triple-double in that game, which is pretty extraordinary. Andre Miller, who is really one of the great all-time underrated basketball players in general, what he did back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, at Utah, uh, is uh, was pretty extraordinary. Shaquille O'Neal, mm. which I think probably surprises people. I'm guessing he probably did it, you think, with blocks? Uh, I find it hard uh, to believe yeah. he had assists. Yeah. Uh, but it wouldn't shock me. Obviously, the points and the rebounds would have been relatively easy for him to get, but I'm guessing that might have been with blocks. Gary Grant and then uh, David Kane. I don't remember David Kane at all, uh, but uh, that goes all the way back to 1983-84. Just proving how rare this accomplishment actually is, and I went on in the wake of this performance, Murray State just waxing Marquette. I went on and asked what I thought was an interesting question. And uh, the responses to, the, to this uh, poll question were better than, uh, than maybe the votes would have suggested. I said, if you were picking number one overall, and obviously this can depend on, for instance, who, who has the number one overall pick. Uh, and, uh, but it, would you rather have Morant or would you rather take Zion? And I, I'm not surprised that Zion won this uh, relatively easily, but I think it's because Zion's kind of a, uh, a legendary beast at this point almost, right? Like he's a mythical figure in the same way that a unicorn is. It's like I can't believe this guy is real uh, with, with what he's been able to accomplish at Duke. But when I look at the NBA, I think it's easier to pigeonhole Morant in and say, like you did, he's Russell Westbrook 2.0. He's a guy that you can look at and say he reminds me very much of Russell Westbrook, that dunk he had at the end of the game, the way he can uh, just take over a game. It's easier for me to project right now Ja Morant than it is for me to project Zion Williamson just because I think Zion's almost unheard of, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a player that I don't know we've ever seen before. Doesn't mean I don't think he's going to be great in the NBA. I am utterly fascinated to see how he's going to do. It's just, I don't know, who do you say he is, right? I mean, he's not necessarily a great ball handler. He's pretty good ball handler. For a size, he's good. He's the size of Carl Malone and what LeBron James has grown into already. So it's kind of hard to even project where he might end up. Yeah, I mean, any comparisons for Zion Williamson have kind of fallen by the wayside. Guys are trying to compare him to Rodney Rogers. Look, I grew up on Tobacco Road. I grew up five miles from Wake Forest University. I saw Rodney Rogers play his whole career. Rodney Rogers had a really great college career and a solid NBA career. He ain't Zion Williamson. Charles Barkley has been another comparison. The athletic Charles Barkley coming out of Auburn, the one that played in Philadelphia when he was ripped and shredded and was just going up the floor and just tearing people's heads off. That might be the closest that you can find. What I continue to think is this. John Morant's going to be a better pro than Zion Williamson because the game in 2019 is made for guys like John Morant. It's made for guys that can shoot it, that can distribute it. And when, when I make that comment about him being a humble Russell Westbrook, he's a humble Russell Westbrook with far better vision as a passer than Russell Westbrook and far more unselfishness in the way he likes to get his guys involved. But he's going to get his. It's his explosiveness, his speed, his athleticism, his how in the world do you keep this guy in front of you that reminds you so much of Russell Westbrook, but when you think about Zion Williamson, I always look at him and I say, man, imagine if he had played 20 years ago. Because then you didn't need to be able to shoot threes at his size. Right. You didn't need the 20-foot jumper, the 18-foot jumper. The holes in his game are holes that make a lot of guys that are coming out of college look like dinosaurs that don't necessarily translate to the NBA. I don't think that's going to be Zion, but a lot of his highlights are dunks. John Morant is going to change somebody's life, I think, when it comes to a franchise because he's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. And you wouldn't want it. He's going to walk into the league and be one of the best ball handlers immediately. I mean, he is stunning to watch. 
Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think you're making a lot of really good points. And I, I think the other thing about Zion is the NBA initially became a stretch four league, right? And now it's almost like you need a stretch five, right? As yeah. if you need to have somebody who can score from anywhere on the court. And the analogy I've made when you look at these two guys' different games is that basketball has become a lot more like soccer. And that's because the Euro sport has kind of taken over. And what I mean by that is if you're familiar with soccer at all or if you play soccer, you need to be able to play multiple positions in soccer because you want the fluidity of your offense to move to defense. You want everybody to be able to play multiple positions. It makes it a lot harder to switch. It makes it a lot harder to play defense if you have, quote-unquote, typical big men, right? And so when I watch Zion, it's hard to project because he's so young, and obviously he's such a freakish, unbelievable talent. But Morant, to me, is easier to project and say, okay, I can see exactly what he's going to be at the next level. Um, and, uh, and also, you don't have to necessarily worry in the same way about, uh, about whether Zion's body is going to be able to hold up, right? I mean, for his overwhelming physical gifts. Uh, so I, I think it's an interesting question. 71% of our poll voters, and there was like 24,000 that voted on my Twitter feed, uh, said that they would go with Zion Williamson. But if you had had, uh, let's say, that instead of playing for Murray State in the state of Kentucky, and yes. a lot of people don't even know where Murray State is, but it's in the state of Kentucky, if Morant were playing right now, for Kentucky, I mean, I think that would be a lot tougher decision because Morant would have a lot more of the hype and people would have watched way more of his games. Yeah, and you know, this is really interesting as well, Clay. John Morant, I have not seen somebody... He undressed Marquette. I mean, with 11 minutes left in the second half, the Marquette cheerleaders were chanting... Uh, thank you, thank seniors. you seniors. Because yeah. they knew this thing was a wrap. Because it totally was. I mean, he absolutely embarrassed them. The last thing I saw where somebody got embarrassed in a game like this, I think it might have been Lonzo Ball when De'Aaron Fox did it to him a couple of years ago for Kentucky. That was a real similar moment where Fox showed up to the people that didn't know who he was already and said, I'm about to be a force. And he's in the midst of a nice little career. John Morant's on another level. Think about the idea of this draft bringing us Zion Williamson and Ja Morant. Like that, well, you know what that's I love? awesome. What I love about this, and obviously Zion gets his chance to make his statement today when Duke comes out and tries to win by 40 points or 50 points or whatever they do. Right. But what I love about this story is that they were AAU teammates. And this is, to me, incredible because Zion entered Duke already famous because of his Instagram account. And you would think that given how famous Zion was, it would be almost impossible for a guy like uh, Morant to even exist, right? To come out of South Carolina, to suddenly end up in Murray State, to not be that highly recruited. It's one thing to develop into an incredible player uh, because, you know, you grow six inches like back in the day. We all heard yeah. about uh, David Robinson doing, for instance, right? Like you go to Navy at 6'6", six, six, and suddenly you turn into a seven-footer, and you're like, oh, wow. We never foresaw that this guy was going to be capable of the, the kind of talent that he has. To me, uh, Morant is like – uh, he, he he is the rarest of rare in that he's a small guy, right? I mean, six three or whatever he is, and uh, and he has turned into, I think, unquestionably now. I think Zion probably will go one, and I think Morant will go two. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think that the if there's a big loser, and there's really not, because if you're going top five, you're still doing fine. R.J. Barrett's the loser here. I mean, R.J. Barrett came into Duke, and people said he's going to be the best player on that team. And R.J. Barrett has done very, very well. But when Zion was out of the lineup, Duke was nine points worse on the scoreboard on average. And now you look at Ja Morant. I can't imagine a general manager watching Ja Morant and saying, we need to take R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's a guy that's more akin to Carmelo Anthony in that he likes to shoot all the time. Not that he's built like Carmelo or he's the same player, but he's more of a black hole who wants to take 30 shots a game. John Morant makes everybody around him better. I have no idea whether there's a whole lot of talent on that Murray State team, but it looks like there is because John Morant is putting the basketball exactly where every single one of them wants it every single time down the floor. His vision and the way he passes is just as impressive as his athleticism and his step back 
He had a couple of step-back jumpers in this game that James Harden would have blushed watching. Like, this was this was a virtuoso performance, if ever there was one. A 12 seed that looked more like a number one because of one guy on the floor. Yeah, and it's fun to watch, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's fun to see somebody who is just so transcendently talented and to have everything kind of come together come together in this game like we were saying to end up with the first triple double since 2012 since uh since Draymond Green did it and uh, and to have everything just uh just I mean it's one thing to win for Murray State which is great right they're a 12 seed uh Belmont couldn't quite get the win against uh, against Maryland. Uh, Maryland but they almost did uh, if they don't dribble it off their knee or whatever happened there on that try to backdoor pass that they tried to run yeah. at the end. Um, but, man, I, I just think that uh, that college basketball and the NCAA tournament, if these guys continue to win, especially for Murray State, I mean, Murray State could have a Steph Curry-like run when he yep. was at Davidson, yep. right? I think if you looked at this bracket and you thought John Morant is as good as you hope he can be, that he could maybe put a team on his back and carry them sort of like Steph Curry did and uh, and the difference I think is that uh, is that Morant is going to be uh, unquestionably and look who knows who the number one pick is going to go to let's say that the Phoenix Suns get the number one overall pick do they want uh, to take Zion maybe they try to trade out maybe they look at Morant I mean I think there's a possibility and it may sound crazy but I think there's a possibility depending on who gets the overall number one pick that maybe Zion isn't going to go number one that every single team wouldn't take him number one one, uh, if they already feel like they're decent in the front court and they look at Moran and say, you know what, I'd love to have the next Russell Westbrook, especially if, as you said, he's a humble version of Russell Westbrook, somebody who gets along with his teammates, somebody who plays with his fervor on the court, uh, but is also a, it uh, seems to be, we never know for sure, but seems to be a very likable guy. I would really have to think long and hard between those two guys. I would hate to pass up on Zion because I know what Zion could be. But I'm looking at John Morant, and I I think he has about as low a bust potential as I've ever seen. Like, well, I think the question and, is, oh my goodness. I don't even know that we know what Zion's going to be. Right. You know, it's it's always questionable when we are projecting anybody. I think you can think of a guy and say, okay, here's his ceiling, here is his floor, and and I think you can say that Morant could be a better version of Russell Westbrook, and his floor is what. Derek Rose before he got I mean it's still it's not a very Iverson? low floor. Maybe an Iverson? Yeah, I mean it's 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 just it's insane. And you make a really good point about the Suns because you don't need Zion necessarily when you've got DeAndre Ayton. And yeah. Ayton's really turned it up down the stretch in this season. Maybe you would trade it out to somebody who wants Zion and try to collect some assets, or maybe you go take Ja Morant, put him in the backcourt. And let that be the face of your franchise alongside with Aiton and see what you could do there. I, 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 think, I think that what we're seeing, and we'll see because Murray State plays Florida State next. I had Murray winning that game before. I definitely have them winning now. I pray that it happens because I want to keep watching John Morant in this NCAA tournament the same way we all want to keep watching Zion Williamson in this NCAA tournament. But if he keeps on doing this, this question and your poll, if you were to ask it after every single game, those numbers are going to start to get closer to one another. Yeah, it's going to be harder. Here's the question I would have for you and for everybody out there listening to us right now. Give me a ceiling on Zion and give me a floor, right? So you think about the current NBA, and I think this is what's so challenging about Zion is he is almost without precedent. I'm not sure that we've ever seen a guy this big, this strong, and this fast. Now, you mentioned Charles Barkley earlier. That's great. Barkley is a phenomenal top 50 all-time talent in the NBA. Zion is bigger, stronger, and faster. And he than, plays defense. Charles and Charles Barkley yeah. never committed to defense. So, and, and, he, and he appears, appears again, we're seeing Zion at only 19. Barkley had to work on his body a lot yeah. and turn himself into a great basketball player, right? So, Zion, like, best-case scenario it's even hard for me to. It's almost like a much more athletic version of Carl Malone. Is that a ridiculous comparison? You know, when you think about old school Carl Malone, I mean, and it's maybe the body, the physicality of what Carl Malone was able to do. Now, I think Zion, maybe potentially down the road, is 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 better than Carl Malone. Much more athletic, maybe. But Malone was a 
freakish athlete, but there just isn't you know a guy that big, that strong and fast. He's not LeBron because he can't handle the ball anywhere near like LeBron can. What about if and, Dwight Howard had, had 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 what you really wanted Dwight Howard to have? Like Dwight Howard had the body. He's a little bit bigger in terms of just pure tall. Uh, Zion's a little thicker. Zion's a much better passer. Zion has better post moves. If Dwight Howard had ever been able to develop the post game, maybe that's more at least something that you could say because neither one of them shoots free throws well. Neither one of them has really a mid-range jump shot that frightens you. That's the thing. If Zion can develop a shot from 15 to 17 consistently and can get into the 70s as a free throw shooter, I mean, we're talking one of the great players we've ever seen. If he doesn't, this NBA, it doesn't necessarily match up to his skill set the way that it used to because the big guys have become much more antiquated compared to this guard-centric game where you see the Golden State Warriors. I mean, Durant's a unicorn, but Durant at his height, the reason Durant is so good, one of the reasons, is because at his height, he shoots threes that are unblockable because of his wingspan. Nobody can get high enough to block his shot. That's the problem for Zion is Zion does most of his damage in the paint. And that limits him to some extent in a way that a guy like a Morant or guys like him already in the NBA are tearing it up because there's no way to guard them. You have to watch them everywhere they are on the floor at all times. Yeah, look, I think your analogy of saying 20 years, we kind of made fun of this. And I don't know if you were on when we made fun of this, but Shaquille O'Neal said, if I were playing today, I'd be Giannis. Right, which is really ridiculous and really funny for anybody who watched Shaquille O'Neal play back in the day. But when he said that, I think he means it, and I think his his argument is that his game would have been evolved much differently, and he wouldn't have had. And that's kind of what I was saying when I was talking about the Euro style of basketball yeah. taking over. Uh, in America, we used to teach basketball like it was football. Like, right, oh, you're a center. That means you stay in the paint. That means you do this, and we're going to run the offense this way. And now, with the stretch four, and, and again, I would argue we almost have a, a five-out style that is you know, a very beautiful version of basketball where you have guys moving constantly, and they can score from anywhere. And ideally – your guy can also defend anyone on the pick and roll instead of trying to get a mismatch, which is obviously huge and basically what happens on almost every possession. Certainly in the NBA playoffs is you try and switch and you want to be able to switch so that your guy can defend anybody on the court. And it's why somebody like Draymond Green is such a great Swiss Army knife um, when it comes to uh, to what he brings to bear on the uh, on the basketball court. Uh, but, you know, you look at, uh, at Zion and you think, man, I – I really don't know what he's going to project to, whereas, again, I come back to with Morant. I think you know exactly what he's going to project to, and it's going to be really badass and hard to stop and really, really good in this league for the next 10 years. What's the key to success in the NBA for all of the guys that are really making all the money and winning all the games right now? It's being able to get your own shot. John Morant can get his own shot, and he can also create to give other people the opportunity to catch the ball where they want it and to just bang from there. Zion Williamson, I don't know if he can get his own shot because he has to be in the right spot right now. Again, the whole thing, he's so young and he's so raw. If he develops the way every general manager in the league would salivate to watch him develop, I mean, we could be looking, again, at something truly legendary. If he doesn't, then we could be looking at a guy that is good maybe even very good but I just feel like I think what you're basically saying is right the floor for John Morant is far higher than the floor for Zion Williamson far higher just because you can look at him and say all right I know he can pass I know he can shoot he's got absurd handles his athleticism's off the charts he's good from the free throw line seems to be a really good teammate seems to be made of the right stuff from a character perspective. I'm looking I'm trying to find the negatives for John Morant and I just don't see any of them. Not one flaw in his game at all. One of the negatives might be that we just don't know that much about him personally. True. And that that's the one that's the one wild card that is true for anybody out there. How will you respond when you suddenly get millions of dollars? Are you going to grow and continue to evolve and work hard and uh, and come into an even better version of yourself? Or when you suddenly have that success and that sudden fame, like you can at least say for Zion 
this guy's been in the public eye for a while. He knows what it's like to be in the center of a kind of a media hurricane because of going to Duke, because of his social media accounts, because of everything that surrounds him. I don't think we know hardly anything about Morant because he's just come out of nowhere, right? He's a a meteor streaking across the, the, the basketball court. And so it remains to be seen exactly how he'll respond when that spotlight kind of gets pressed upon him and stays there and how he'll respond also to millions of dollars. We don't know how Zion or anybody else will either, but there are a lot of guys out there that I think feel satisfied when they get drafted and they make a, a lot of money overnight. And, uh, and the people you want are the ones that are going to work just as hard before they got the money as they will after they get the money. Yeah, I think that's fair. And we don't know anybody, and, and we have to see what fame would actually do to a Ja Morant But certainly, what he did yesterday, that was as good as it gets. We'll see Zion a little bit later on today. If you can believe this, there were other games played yesterday. We can get to those, and we'll discuss those next. But before we can get to that, let me tell you, I'm just like you. I want more energy. I want more strength. I want more drive. So let's talk about M-Drive, made by a family-run business. The father, Gary, is a world-class scientist who made this everyday supplement, M-Drive, to keep himself feeling like he did in his 20s and 30s. He is refusing to let his age beat him. I'm doing the same. I want that. Energy, strength, drive. That's what M-Drive is. They use clinically tested ingredients to increase natural testosterone levels, many other great benefits. You can get them in actual retailers at GNC, at Vitamin Shop, at Walgreens, or you can go to this website, mdriveformen.com. Type in the code CLAY to receive 20% off your purchase. More energy, strength, and drive. mdriveformen.com. The code is CLAY at checkout. Refind your prime with mdrive. Back in a moment here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Friday edition rolling along. Thursday games in the books in the NCAA tournament. 16 more coming today. Ja Morant, absolutely scintillating. We bring in Clay Travis again. He's out in Las Vegas. I'm Jason Martin here in Nashville. We got multiple plates spinning, multiple Geico Outkick Studios. I did not know the MGM Grand was also a Geico Outkick Studio. Apparently it is. <laughs> that's a, that's also a thing. But but you but Clay, uh, because you worked here in Nashville. You worked in the same station that I currently uh, do a daily show out of here in Nashville. The morning show host was on TV yesterday because he's also the voice of the Belmont Bruins, and not the best day for him. Although I think he was, I think he took a charge. I'm pretty sure he was in that spot before the LSU player straight up trucked him and sent his orange vanilla coke flying into the air to destroy his shirt. It was really very funny. Um, I didn't realize it was Kevin Ingram is the voice yes. of the Belmont Bruins, and I didn't realize it was him. Like I saw it, and what was amazing about it was, in super slow mo, the way that his beverage spilled <laughs> was was really amazing. You know, it, it, it was pretty extraordinary to see that, and uh, and I didn't even realize it was him until I hopped on Twitter and uh, and saw everybody start re- you know reacting to it. I was watching, uh, like many people were, as that as that took place. And uh, it was uh, it was really pretty funny. Um, it was. And I thought it was a totally excessive and unnecessary dive from the LSU players <laughs> too. You know, it was like he didn't really need to commit himself to that degree to go into the crowd. Um, and uh, and it was uh, it was outstanding to see in slow mo. I'm glad nobody was hurt. Uh, but in retrospect, anytime somebody falls and you got slow mo on it, it's uh, it's pretty extraordinary to see. Yeah, I joked uh, on Twitter with a couple of media folks that uh, I'm sure. Dan Wolken sent a check to LSU for that because, of course, he is Mister Number One Belmont disrespecter because he hates the sten- the hate uh, hates the state of Tennessee for whatever reason. But it was good, and Kevin was a good sport about it. And you're right; it was like an artistic slow mo. It was ridiculous the way that the drink triple spilled. Basically, I don't even know how it happened, but it was absolutely phenomenal to watch. And Kevin took it like a champ, so good for him. Friday games, what you got, Clay? What uh, what games are you playing? Since you don't have the bracket necessarily in front of you, what are the games that you are playing? You were 4-1 and one yesterday, so congratulations there. So what are you looking at today that, that really stands out to you? Well, to me, the two coaches with the most on the line today um, are – Certainly, when you look at what Rick Barnes has done, I'm betting on Tennessee against Colgate. Tennessee's a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I think that uh, that Tennessee is going to handle Colgate pretty easily. That's a relatively early game. Uh, And I'm also betting on Virginia. 
and uh, you think about what's going to happen with Virginia. Coming off last year, losing to a 16 seed, I think Virginia is going to come out and just disembowel Gardner-Webb. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think this game is going to be close at all. So I love the Cavaliers here uh, in this game. Um, also, uh, I, I'm really kind of intrigued to see what happens in, uh, in, in several other games. But in particular, I think that Liberty-Mississippi State game, yes. and I understand that a lot of people uh, are, are not really going to be that enamored of, of either of those teams. But I think it's going to be a really fascinating matchup, another one of those 5-12 uh, you know, potential upsets to uh, to be following along and uh, I also like this Oklahoma Ole Miss game I'm on Ole Miss but I, I think it's going to be a, a really intriguing one as well so those are uh, some of the early picks as well I'm on Texas Tech I think Tech's been under the radar I think they'll take it to Northern Kentucky love their defense so those are the uh, five I believe I just gave you there uh, that I am primarily betting on in uh, in this game but to me the biggest best story of Friday is Virginia and Tony Bennett tries to uh, bounce back after uh, the disaster that happened to them last year. Liberty's a great three-point shooting team. It's a feast or famine team. So if they get hot, that could be trouble for Mississippi State in that 12-5 matchup, as you mentioned. The Mississippi-Oklahoma game, the Ole Miss-Oklahoma game, I heard an interview with Kermit Davis, who, of course, coached at Middle Tennessee for a long time before this year becoming SEC Coach of the Year uh, at Ole Miss. And... Kermit Davis said something really interesting. He said he's not used to this because he's used to his team being red hot because they have to win their conference tournament generally at middle if they actually want to make the NCAA tournament. Ole Miss kind of floundered down the stretch, got knocked out in the SEC tournament relatively early. So he says this is a totally different mindset. I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective, but imagine coming from a mid-major and going to a major conference where you can get in as an at-large and don't necessarily have to be playing your best basketball entering the NCAA tournament. I imagine that's a bit of a culture shock. Not only that, being favored to win a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, it, it's relatively rare when you get in as a mid-major that you're seated or uh, certainly respected by Las Vegas enough. Now, look, Wofford has proven, uh, you know, I think they were like number 12 overall in Ken Palm uh, this year that people will look at the overall uh, analytics of teams and now value them despite where they come from a little bit. Um, and certainly Gonzaga has been the number one poster child for that, that you can win championships. And before that, Wichita State, there have been several teams that have kind of got the mojo rolling and it doesn't really matter where they are. But for most teams in, in the NCAA tournament, I know the Blue Bloods are different, winning a game in the NCAA tournament is something that you aspire to do and that most will never do. I mean, look, the SOCON where Wofford got the win uh, last night over, um, over I can't even remember who they were playing against, uh, Seton Hall? Yeah, Seton Hall. Uh, they got the win over Seton Hall. That was a really entertaining game. But the conference had never won an NCAA tournament game in the entire history of the conference before. And uh, so it's fun to root for those guys and why I think that that uh, that Wofford-Kentucky game is going to be so much fun to watch on Saturday. So that Kaepernick-Eric Reed settlement, not what it was originally advertised to be. We discuss next, hour number two, Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We always say confident show. Clay Travis is out in Las Vegas, but he is here on the phone with me. I'm Jason Martin here in Nashville. He's at Clay Travis. I'm at Jmart Zone on Twitter. All right, Clay, so we dogged out Mike Francesa yesterday. We've talked plenty about Stephen A. Smith over the past few weeks. Mike Francesa famously a few years ago didn't realize Gary Williams was no longer the coach of the Maryland Terrapins as he was doing a tournament breakdown on the radio. And then a few days ago forgot that or forgot or did not know that Virginia lost to Maryland Baltimore County and that a 16 actually beat a 1. But look, I grew up on Tobacco Road. And I remember the old ACC. I remember when Florida State joined the conference, and that seemed weird. This ACC is completely bonkers. It's bananas. But there's a team that's no longer in the ACC that used to be in the ACC. And similarly to Francesa, who thought that Gary Williams was the coach, Gary Williams was the coach when Maryland was in the ACC. Maryland is no longer in the ACC. They are actually in the Big Ten but you yesterday on Lock It In apparently did not know that. Please explain yourself. 
I said that Maryland was in the ACC. Now, in my defense, I talk all day for a living, and I'm going to be an old man. Like, I'm going to be 40, and I'll be a man, I'll be 40, uh, Mike Gundy style, in a, uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, I, uh, I, I just, when I think about Maryland basketball, I still, not so much Maryland football, because I obviously watch a lot of college football, so, um, you know, it still feels a little bit weird to see Maryland playing Penn State, oh, I agree. Maryland playing Ohio State and everything else, but I don't think about, I think about Maryland still as primarily a basketball school, so maybe I'm unique in this, but when I think about Maryland, I still think about them as playing Duke. Like, I think about that game that they gave up the nine-point lead, sorry, Maryland fans, and like the last minute, I think about the 2002 National Championship uh, that Gary Williams won. Um, I went to college in Washington, D.C., so Maryland Terrapin basketball, is there's a lot of Maryland fans there, and so the ACC was covered a lot um, when I was was uh, in college, you know, the team's always coming through there. And so when I was breaking down the brackets, uh, we were talking, uh, you know, it was live, live television, and Maryland's having a tight game against Belmont. And there is a, uh, a school of thought that fading the ACC from a gambling perspective has been pretty profitable in the NCAA tournament because a lot of people come in and bet the NCAA tournament, and they bet the big brands the most, right, like the teams that have gotten the most attention. And so there's an expectation that the ACC is going to be really good, and the lines sometimes get inflated. So as Belmont was playing competitively against Maryland, I'm sitting there and I try to make the connection in my head with, you know, the Belmont ended up covering that game and almost won, uh, but I thought of Maryland as an ACC school, and then Furman just, uh, just lit me up. But what percentage of people do you think still, when they watch Maryland play a basketball game in the NCAA tournament, not when they're playing a team from the Big Ten, uh, or even from the ACC, they think to themselves still of Maryland as being an ACC school. It's been about five years now that they have been in the Big Ten. I still feel like there's a huge percentage of people that are like me that in the back of their mind they still think of Maryland as an ACC team. Admittedly, I would say probably 25 to 30%. It makes me sick that they're not part of the ACC. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I miss the old Big East as well. Like Syracuse doesn't make sense to me in the ACC. Pitt doesn't make sense in the ACC. Maryland, Maryland's always going to be ACC, and now I can't stand them because it doesn't make sense. So, I mean, I kind of understand it, but it's also easy to go after you because, I mean, that's what we do. You do that to everybody. I mean, there's a famous like piece that plays during commercials about you basically saying that WR Bro is horrible at his job. So you go after people on a pretty regular basis. By the way, I'm not disputing anything. Not disputing that WR Bro comment at all. But you say Maryland and the ACC, that's just low-hanging fruit. There's no way we can avoid going after you for that, right? Because if Positive. it they did it, you would have buried me. Positive for me is that when you're going to screw up on live television, screwing up on live television on a cable station while the NCAA tournament is going on, like the best possible time to screw up, right? Like all these NCAA tournament games are going on. There's all these different games, all these different players to talk about. Some dork like me on television screwing up something like that, it doesn't even register on the radar of like the, one of the four billion most interesting things to happen in the world of sports. If this were like June, oh, it would probably have gone viral. Everybody had been talking about how stupid I was. But instead, uh, this happens in the middle of the NCAA tournament. People don't care. I always say this. It's not that you have to be perfect. It's that when you screw up, and I'm making fun of myself, this is obviously not that big of a deal, but if you ultimately do something really dumb, you need to do something really dumb or maybe even something really criminal when somebody else does something a lot bigger. You know the best example of this uh, is Ted Kennedy. He's driving his car, and he flips it at Chappaquiddick, right? Mary Jo Capeshny dies in the car. Uh, and there's still uncertainty about exactly what happened and how it went down. But it was the same time that man was walking on the moon. So everybody's obsessed with whether or not we're going to be able to land on the moon and whether Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin are going to be able to be out there walking on the, the face of the moon. And meanwhile, people just totally forget about Ted Kennedy. And if there had been any nothing else going on, 
that's the story. Maybe Ted Kennedy's political career is over. Instead, uh, this, the, the walking on the moon stuff goes on, and it totally distracts everybody. That is amazing that you just went from Maryland's in the ACC to Chappaquiddick. Like, that was, that's how you got your law degree, because that actually somehow made sense. Like, the way that you actually got from point A to point B, I have no idea how you were able to pull that off, but you had me thinking, as soon as you mentioned Chappaquiddick, yeah, that was a pretty good movie, actually. It was a pretty underrated movie last year. I totally forgot about it. Then I looked down at my notes, it's like, oh yeah, Clay said Maryland was in the ACC. So you almost got me to forget about it by talking about Ted Kennedy. That's talent right that's, there. That's great spin zone by me. Um, but yeah, I screwed up. Uh, I'm becoming an old man, and there's no telling how many more errors I'm going to make. Um, but uh, but yeah, like that. It is the it is the the, the the truth that you don't need to be perfect. You just need somebody else to screw up worse than you at the same time as you, um, and uh, and everybody will forget about what you did um, as a result. Like Arizona losing to Buffalo last year, and then Virginia lost to Maryland, Baltimore County, and then people didn't really care about the fact that Arizona got beat. Oh, yeah, look, it's the best possible time to lose. Like, you pull off an upset, your team is, is favored. I mean, the same thing. Like, look, uh, there, there's a bunch of teams playing uh, big games tomorrow that are big favorites, right? Uh, Duke sure. is a big favorite, uh, and, uh, and Virginia is a big favorite, right? Carolina, Tennessee. If Duke lost to whoever Duke's playing to, and then Tennessee went out and lost, Nobody would ever remember that Tennessee lost. Best thing that could happen to Rick Barnes if he were to lose is Duke to lose or UVA to lose again. It's like Tennessee's loss just kind of slides under the radar because it's not as big um, as those other two would be. I feel like there's an opportunity here. I wish I'd known that we were going to go that you were going to go with that Chappaquiddick line. We could find other great examples of awful things that were buried because of larger awful things. I'll tell you one. But the first time I noticed this ever happening, I went. I was in college in Washington D.C. back when I back when Maryland was in the ACC, right. and uh, and I've used this example before. And there was an intern who disappeared named Chandra Levy. Yes, uh, it was kind of a big story in the summer of 2001, and that was the summer before I started law school. I had just graduated from George Washington, D.C., and I was living in Washington, D.C. that summer, getting ready to come back home to start law school. And, uh, and she lived, like, right by where I lived. If, you, if you're familiar at all in, in Washington, D.C., I was in northwest D.C., um, you know, not far from Georgetown, not far from DuPont Circle, that whole area, and she disappeared. And before it became a national story, I'm walking into my apartment, and there are pictures of Chandra Levy plastered everywhere all over the building, uh, you know, and all over the neighborhood. And then it turns into a national story, and it comes out that she's having an affair with uh, Gary Condit, who was a congressman. Yes. And this is a major story. Like, it's like, did he kill her? Did he have something to do with her absence? Uh, and it's a major story. It ends up costing him his political career. Well, as this story is playing out, do you know what suddenly happened? 9-11. Yeah, I was about to say, it was May the 1st that she disappeared, and then, of course, like four months later... Was, it's, a, it's an ongoing yeah. story that continues all throughout the summer, and, uh, and then it ultimately is determined that a stranger killed her. The congressman had nothing to do with her disappearance. He just happened to have an affair with her and then try and lie about the affair, which made people think, oh, my God, he did something to her, right? Well, they find her body. You never could find her body. They find her body, like, years later, and they later, through DNA testing, were able to convict and catch the man who was responsible for it. And it was, uh, you know, sort of ne'er-do-well who was in the D.C. area, and she was killed while she was on a jog in Rock Creek Park there. Well, this is a huge story. It's a huge soap opera. The drama is, like, incessant. It's being covered uh, like it's the O.J. Simpson trial in the uh, in the area of Washington D.C. before it actually you know would have turned into a trial, and then 9/11 happens and nobody cares about the story anymore. And so if 9/11 had happened in like June, Gary Condit's entire political career would have continued without an issue because everybody would have pivoted to the much bigger story 
than what went on there. So lesson for life, you don't need to be perfect. You just need somebody else to be dumber. And this is why I always say if I were in PR, like at a school, the next time that an LSU-like story drops and everybody's like, oh, my God, Will Wade's on a, uh, on a tape talking about getting, you know, making deals for players on an FBI wiretap, that's when you put out your bad news, right? Like you drop the bad news when somebody else has worse news, and you're like, well, you know, that guy, we're, we could be worse. We're not as bad as that guy. So I was fortunate. NCAA tournament's going on, notwithstanding the fact that I just ridiculed myself for 20 minutes here. Uh, <laughs> most people didn't notice that I was stupid and thought that, uh, or said, I knew they weren't, but said that Maryland uh, was still uh, in the ACC. LSU, a three seed, got by Yale. Yale, their three point shooting at one point, they were five for 31 until like the last minute and a half of the game but because you mentioned LSU they kind of maybe had the biggest question mark coming into this tournament what were they going to look like how were they going to deal with the coach not being there with just all of the things swirling around them that wasn't on the court how did you feel about their performance they're now going to be matching up against Maryland who Maryland escaped Belmont Maryland from the Big Ten they had size down low I think you're going to have an interesting matchup with Nas Reed and Fernando potentially there. But LSU is a really good basketball team, but they're a really good basketball team that played a whole lot of close games. Clay, they went to overtime six times this season and won those games. That might be good for them in the tournament, but watching them against Yale, it looked like they had control and then Yale fought right back into it. So I still don't know how I feel about LSU. I know from a talent standpoint – it's off the charts with Smart and with Waters and with Nas Reed. I wish I felt better about him, and I think it all has to do with Will Wade, why I just did not pick them to go further than beating you. Well, they were up 18. They were up, I believe, 49-31 in that game, and then the wheels just came off. And if Yale had shot well at all, then Yale would have won that basketball game. So, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that the Big Ten went, uh, I think it was, uh, what, 3-0, and and the SEC went 4-0. and yeah. um, And uh, and to me, uh, LSU, notwithstanding the collapse that Auburn had, which was just awful down the stretch, I mean, that game should have never been close, I thought LSU was the one team that won that really didn't play very well. Like Florida held on against Nevada. That's a good team that they beat, right? They got up big, and they managed to make enough plays to hold on. Obviously, Kentucky just ran roughshod over Abilene and Christian. That wasn't that big of a surprise. Uh, But I thought LSU – I watched almost that entire game. I thought LSU dodged some bullets. Uh, I I thought that Yale – if they, I, and I guarantee you, if uh, Yale goes back over when their coaching staff goes back over that game, they will point to God seven or eight three pointers that they think they would make in most games this year that they just missed. Good looks, wide open, uh, you know, pulling the trigger and feel like you have a good chance. And uh, I just ultimately think this LSU team really does miss Will Wade, and I think they're going to miss him even more on the uh, on the preparation from a Thursday to a Saturday, which is when I think coaching really becomes an art form uh, because you have to get your team down off the high of winning an SEC or winning an NCAA tournament game, whether they're in the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, or certainly a small school team. They're excited. Winning a game is a big deal and have to get them focused enough to win another game in less than 48 hours against what's likely to be a totally different opponent. So I think that LSU-Maryland game is going to be a fascinating one to watch because I think this is where you miss your head coach the most. And uh, I saw where LSU AD Joel Oliva said, I just wish he would tell us the truth because Will Wade you know, made that statement and, and demanded uh, his job back, which was, uh, which was interesting. But he still hasn't talked to LSU or told them anything about any kind of explanation for that FBI wiretap. Let's go out. No wiretap here, but let's go out to Los Angeles. Let's talk to Eddie Garcia. Find out what happened last night in the world of sports. Eddie, take it away. And before we get into the Geico scoreboard, we remind you that online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college basketball, it was the first full day of action in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. We had some double digits picking up, uh, double digit seeds picking up wins, including 12 seeded Murray State. 
pretty much easily beating fifth-seeded Marquette, 83-64 to the final. They were led by Ja Morant, who had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and 16 assists for the ninth triple-double in NCAA tournament history since they've been keeping that stat. Tenth-seeded Minnesota beat the seventh-seed Louisville, 86-76, and tenth-seeded Florida knocked off the seventh-seed Nevada, 70-61. to We did have some near upsets. Fifth-seeded Auburn squeaks by 12-seeded New Mexico State, 78-77. The sixth-seed Maryland got by 11-seeded Belmont, 79-77, and sixth-seeded Villanova, a winner over 11-seeded St. Mary, 61-257. Top-seed Gonzaga cruised into the second round, as did three number two seeds, Michigan State, Michigan, and Kentucky. A three-seed LSU advanced, and two four-seeds, Florida State and Kansas. In the NBA, it was the Warriors beating the Pacers' top spot in the Western Conference. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and Jason Martin in the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Appreciate it, Eddie. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Yesterday we asked a question about whether or not you had a cool teacher. And apparently, some of you think we're old. We will discuss next. I'll kick the coverage. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Another great week here on Outkick the Coverage. A little Montel Jordan for you on the way out the door like we always do. NCAA tournament. It's going to be wall-to-wall basketball again today, just like there was yesterday. Hopefully we get something even half as exciting as Ja Morant was. But since we talk so much college basketball, I feel it would be remiss not to talk about one shining moment. As Clay Travis is out in Las Vegas, I'm Jason Martin. He's at Clay Travis. I'm at J Mart Zone. One shining moment that ends every NCAA tournament. Luther Vandross, for a long time, was the voice. They've redone it a few different times. They never should have done that. But now it has infected the association. Clay, tell me (laughs) you saw this Los Angeles Lakers mega cut version of one shining moment that was making the rounds yesterday man if you have not seen this even if you're a lakers fan and even if you were one of the delusional laker fans who believe that lebron james is going to bring a championship in the first year or maybe even the second year or maybe even the third or the fourth year the uh the the, the work i'm not even sure who did it i just saw it going viral on social media yesterday and everyone's familiar with one shining moment, uh, the all the medley and montage of everything that took place in the NCAA tournament, uh, both high and low. And there are a lot of lows in the Lakers version of one shining moment. Uh, but uh, many of the moments that LeBron James has had go viral, whether it's throw the basketball into the underside of the backboard, whether it's uh, let the ball roll all the way up, <laughs> all the way up the court to the three point line, and then manage to knock it out of bounds yeah. while you're trying to pick it up. Up. Uh, they're all included there, and uh, it is uh, it is outstanding to watch. So I don't know what uh, it, it, I don't know that we've ever talked about a LeBron season in, in the modern era that's over by the time of the NCAA tournament. But whoever had the idea to put this together and put it to, to pieces together, uh, piece it all together with the Lakers season, is a genius and deserves all the commendation they can get um, because it is phenomenally well done. It is, and I like like the jump cuts to just a completely done-for Luke Walton. <laughs> yeah. Like, repeatedly. It just goes to Luke Walton, and he looks like someone shot his dog then brought it back to life just so they could shoot it again in front of his son like it's absolutely I feel so bad for Luke Walton watching that but I'm sitting here watching it right now as we're talking again and it's like two minutes and 20 seconds and it's the best two minutes and 20 seconds that you will ever see even if you thought LeBron James wasn't going to take him to the playoffs this year and I gave him credit for more wins but I didn't say 50 or anything like that like some people did this has been an unmitigated disaster, right? Like, I mean, this has gone as poorly as... I mean, this has gone far poorer than even I thought, or even I would say most of LeBron's harshest critics would have thought it would have gone. Yeah, and uh, and it's just interesting to see the, the Lakers, like we said, mixed with the NCAA tournament because um, it's just so well done. I feel like we need I need to tweet it out uh, yeah, and we'll, make we'll sure that everybody that. can check it out. I'll do it 
so you guys can all check it out. But if you haven't seen it, it's a good way to go into the weekend, unless you're a Laker fan, in which case, uh, I'm sorry, Laker fans. Um, Saturday games. And I know, again, everybody's going to be looking ahead to, uh, to Friday. But there are a lot of games uh, that I'm already excited to watch on Saturday, in addition to all the ones that we're going to watch on, uh, on Friday. Maryland LSU, I'm signed up for that one. I have yes. no idea what I'm going to get from LSU or from Maryland, to be honest. Wofford, Kentucky is one of the, I, I think, going to be one of the best games of the tournament, just in terms of sheer storylines. Florida, Michigan, I mean, those two teams, uh, it seems like they, they exist to play now, uh, both football and basketball. Murray State, we talked about John Morant to start the show. We've talked about him a lot during the course of the show. FSU, Leonard Hamilton trying to continue their run. Baylor, do they have any of the horses to be able to give Gonzaga, uh, the Gonzaga a run? I don't know. Kansas uh, looked Minnesota. awfully good, and they've got, they've got Auburn, who didn't look all that great. So if Kansas looks like that, that could be really intriguing as well. Well, and not only that, remember we talked earlier in the week, that sets up the possibility of Kansas being at home for the Sweet 16. That's right. So for all the criticism of Bill Self and how you know Kansas is overseeded and once they get to the NCAA tournament they can't win, well, wait a minute. If Kansas are able to get past uh, Auburn, then they're in Kansas City and they're sitting there and they're waiting to see whether or not UNC is going to join them or maybe get upset in an 8-9 game potentially. But regardless, if you're a Kansas fan, you'd feel like you're playing with house money in the Sweet 16, which is probably a feeling you haven't had for a very long time. So uh, I just think there are a lot of games, in addition to all the ones we're going to talk about today, uh, you know, come Monday that happen on Friday. But, man, there are a lot of intriguing games already set up for the Sweet 16 uh, battle. And – you know, there wasn't that many great games on Thursday, no. so I tend to think when that happens, what do we usually see? Crazy. Usually the tournament balances out, and Friday turns into a, a pretty outstanding day of basketball. I hope it does. You'll be back here uh, in the friendly confines on Monday to talk about it. We'll see what Zion Williamson does. We'll see if John Morant can carry him into the Sweet 16. Outkick will have all of those answers for you Monday, same bat time, same bat channel. I'll talk about it as well on the Jason Martin Show on Sunday morning, 3 to 6 a.m. Eastern time. Clay, always appreciate uh, when I get a chance to, to jump back into the saddle. Uh, be safe on your way home, and then you'll be rocking it back on Monday. Yeah, and anybody out there who's going to be in Vegas, come hang out with us. One thirty Pacific time. You can watch it on the East Coast, 4.30 Eastern. We're going to be at the MGM Grand Sportsbook. Should be awesome. Crowds have been great. Love meeting all the listeners. Uh, thanks for everybody who's come out. Enjoy the hoops. We'll see you Monday. Outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 G's in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.